Hello, I'm Robert Bateman. I'm a freelance writer covering data protection and privacy, and this is the Privacy Corner, hosted on behalf of Privado AI. Each week I'll take you through three top stories from the worlds of data protection and privacy. This week we're covering uh, more enforcement from the FTC on tracking technologies, uh, a slightly mysterious new venture by Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, and of course, Meta makes an appearance as usual, uh, this time in the Australian context. Something very uh, troublesome Meta has done with a VPN provider they own. So first, let's look at this letter from the Office for Civil Rights and the FTC. They've written to 130 hospitals and other health-related companies, telehealth providers, outlining their concerns about the use of tracking technologies, namely Metapixel and Google Analytics are name-checked specifically here. And they cite two laws that justify their concerns, the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, HIPAA, and the FTC Act and FTC Health Breach Notification Rule, three laws then really. So now, these companies receiving these letters might not have realized that their use of tracking technologies in their apps and websites could violate one or both of these two laws. Well, in fact, not both because you're either covered by one or the other. So under HIPAA, you are not permitted to uh, indulge in certain unauthorized disclosures of people's protected health information. And that, according to the OCR, covers the sorts of data that is collected by the Metapixel and Google Analytics. And under the health breach notification rule, you must notify people about security incidents, which, according to the FTC, includes where you have uh, collected their data via a tracker and not told them that you are sharing it with e.g. Facebook. So this is the expansive interpretation of these two laws that these regulators are making. The uh, laws protect health information, which has traditionally meant medical records, but can now mean anything from an IP address to a mobile ID, and the sharing of it without consent possibly even with consent in some contexts, I'd say, has been deemed a violation of these uh, two laws. So if you've got one of these letters, then you perhaps should have been paying more attention because these regulators have been banging this drum for a couple of years now. Now let's move on to this WorldCoin project. Well, there's three elements here, World ID, World App, and World Coin. This is from Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI that produces, of course, ChatGPT. And it seems to be a biometric authentication uh, method, first and foremost. There's also a cryptocurrency. So two of my favorite things there, biometric authentication and crypto. Now on Monday, London played host to what's known as the orb. This is the rather sinister term that uh, WorldCoin has come up with to describe its, uh, its, its method of extracting people's iris prints. So you gaze into the orb and WorldCoin will collect your biometric information, assign you an ID, and then it assures us we'll delete 
your biometric information, leaving just the associated identifier. Now, of course, I thought immediately, what about Article 9 of the GDPR? This is special category data we're talking about here. What is the legal basis for processing? And the privacy page of Wellcoin's website was not very enlightening in that regard. But I did find a more complete privacy notice by, of course, selecting Orb Operator from the drop-down, scrolling down to the application to become an Orb Operator, which is obviously a third-party vendor that hosts these orbs, and looking at the privacy statement. Now, in exchange for your iris print, Worldcoin will offer up £40 worth, so about $50 or euros, of its own cryptocurrency. This has implications for consent under the GDPR, which of course must be freely given. Can you freely give something if you won't get money if you don't? Genuine question there, it's not clear cut, but it appears that Worldcoin is relying on explicit consent to collect people's biometric data. Of course, a lot of players trying to get into this biometric authentication uh, market. Yachty is the UK's favourite. They provide age estimation services for supermarkets, for example, uh, so they can sell uh, alcohol to adults. And Sam Altman might be trying to squeeze into this market himself. Lots of money to be made there. The cryptocurrency, well, that's secondary, I think. It's a sweetener for handing over your biometric data. And the more of that they have, the stronger a market position they will be in. The ICO, the UK's data protection regulator, is apparently looking into this. So that will either uh, probe the project or probably legitimise it, as, uh, as the ICO has done with other uh, biometric processing projects. Now, finally, Meta, of course, makes an appearance in the Privacy Corner newsletter next uh, most weeks. Nothing personal, but they do provide a lot of interesting privacy-related news. This time, it comes from Australia. And the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, not their privacy regulator, has fined Meta $10 million, uh, $20 million in two sums for something they did with a VPN app. So Meta bought a VPN provider in 2013 known as Onavo Protect. And the thing about a VPN is it can be a privacy-preserving sort of technology, but you have to trust the provider because, of course, when a VPN... Uh, how a VPN works is that your data initially goes to the VPN provider servers and then is sent on to whatever web resource you want to access. So the, uh, the, the, the owner of that resource does not know your IP address. It's all coming from the VPN provider servers. Of course, that means that your data is passing through that provider's server. And in this case, Anavo Protect was owned by Meta, and they apparently used it to scoop up people's data, basically having an insight into everything they were doing on their devices. This happened to around 250,000 Australians, and this is why this case has been brought against them. Not under privacy law, Australia's privacy law remains pretty weak, but under consumer protection law. Look at the screenshots that the regulator provides from Onavo Protect's uh, app store listing. Protect your personal info, P 
peace of mind when you browse. These are reassuring statements designed to make people believe that this is a privacy enhancing product rather than what it appears to have actually been, uh, which you might say is a privacy elimination product. So Meta's got two $10 million fines for this, one for Facebook and one for Onavo Inc., uh, one of its subsidiaries. And that's not a lot of money, but interesting case nonetheless. So that's the three stories I'm looking at this week. I've written a newsletter, more detail about all of these in there, links to lots of helpful resources, and also some recommended reading for the week. So do check out the newsletter. Strongly recommend subscribing to that. Thanks so much to Provado for providing the space for me to talk about privacy every week. Uh, they're a great company. Privacy code scanning. Do take a look at Provado AI uh, and see you next week.